This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back, folks. Yesterday, three of the four teenagers accused in a death and carjacking of Linda Fricky just on moments before they started picking a jury yesterday for a trial that's going to start next Monday on the 27th. Three of them pled guilty to a reduced charge of attempted manslaughter. And here to tell us about that is Tanya Faya, criminal defense uh, lawyer, former prosecutor. Tanya, welcome to the show. Hi, Neil. So, Tanya, a lot of folks are asking, what does this mean, attempted manslaughter? I had to look that up this morning because I was a little uh, confused myself. Clearly, that was a plea agreement to work down to a certain sentencing number, or at least I assume that. Um, manslaughter is a crime that I'm pulling up the code now. You can commit it several different ways. Um, in this case, I believe the theory is that the defendants were engaged in the perpetration of a carjacking or an armed robbery, and a homicide occurred. And although their original intent was not to commit a homicide, that is one of the ways that you can commit a, a manslaughter. Interestingly enough, as you know, that's also a way that you can commit a first or second degree murder. And that's originally, I believe they were charged with second degree murder. So clearly it was a plea agreement. Um, an attempted manslaughter, I don't think you would really have a fact circumstance that would fit the charge. I can't even think of um can't even think of a, a story you put out there that would fit that charge. Um, you either kill somebody or you don't. So attempted murder or not. But if manslaughter, if you don't have the specific intent to commit the homicide, it seems a little silly to um, think of a fact scenario that this would fit. So the only thing I can think in my experience as a homicide prosecutor is that a four-defendant murder case is incredibly unwieldy. Um, takes a very long time to try, and is rife with errors that could, even though you get your conviction, overturn the case on appeal and force a trial not once, maybe twice, maybe three times. And so the state was trying to at least make this a simpler case to try and carve out the least culpable perpetrators in the matter. Yeah, I was thinking about that attempted manslaughter thing and, and, you know, on a timeline, if there was an end and a clear delineation there and then the remaining uh, defendant uh, picked up with his conduct from that point in time and you can 
more associate his conduct to the murder than you can the previous three. Uh, but knowing what I know about the case, I, I don't see that line of demarcation available, but I, I don't know everything that, that's presented from an evidentiary standpoint. But as soon as I heard attempt manslaughter, I think I had the same struggle you're having. Um, and obviously yeah. you, you are, are far more learned about this than I am. But I was like, whoa, wait a minute. And I had never heard that charge before. Um, it, so. it took me by surprise. <laughs> I've known the charge in my 32 or three years of either prosecuting or defending. I've only known that charge is a charge where um, someone landed on it to facilitate a plea agreement. And, you know, it does that. They could have come to the same sentence just by pleading to manslaughter. But as a criminal defense attorney, I know that there are times when I have to almost beg for a charge that my client would accept, the sentence would remain the same. So in this case, if I put myself perhaps in one of those three defense attorney's shoes, perhaps they had a client who said, it was never my intention to kill this lady. We didn't know this was going to happen. Our hands are not the ones that killed her, and there is no way I will plead guilty to a manslaughter. That's kind of where you get the famous line from your client's, they're going to have to give it to me. I'm not going to take it. So right. if the number was 20, maybe the attempt at manslaughter made the medicine go down a little more easily for the people who have convinced themselves in their mind that even though under the law they are as guilty of – if they are all for acting in concert, as you know, the law of principles, each one is as guilty of, as the other of – of the acts, and even I went back and watched the video this morning after um, reading the NOLA articles and all. The the little girl that said that the news said was only in the car for seconds, but she was in the car, the door was closed. She stayed in there more than a couple of seconds. To her credit, then she did leave. Um, if I were prosecuting, I think that's the one I would want to give the grace to, but the family, I cannot imagine the amount of grace they had to go ahead and okay these pleas because you know as well as I know these were not pleas that would have been taken if the family had any opposition to them at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, I get the sense, I mean, obviously I was very surprised that there were no longer any delays in this in this case uh, and I do believe that a lot of that has to do with public input. There's been a public outcry for months on end about this case, and every time it kind of went underground, folks started talking about it again, wanting to know about it because, it, it, you know, from a video perspective, and you've been in the business as, almost as long as I've been in the business, it's rare that you get video that's as horrific as the video in this case. I agree. Um as you know, and I'm sure as you've seen much more than I, there are some things that when you look at videos or photographs, they never leave you. And it's my understanding that this video that we are all able to see on the news is not, um, it's not that it's edited, but um, I think there is some further footage that the state and the defense and the police have access to that the public won't, um, that perhaps shows things a little more clearly about what happened to this poor lady. 
Yeah, that's what I've been told, and I think that that's been a, a, a real motivation in, in this case and making sure that there was a lot of spotlight on this case. I, I commend the family for feeling the pain. I'm sure they don't like walking across the room and the TV's on and the video's on again, but um, I believe in one of their very early interviews they stated that they had okayed this video to be used on the media because they wanted the public to see exactly what happened to their family member. And I think you're right. I think that's been very instrumental in um, keeping the spotlight on the case and pushing it forward. Do you know whether or not they finished picking a jury for next week's trial that starts on November 27th? I believe a jury has been seated. Um, Okay. Which, I'll tell you what, even a one defendant homicide, even though it's obviously not a death penalty case, I was very surprised that they were able to seat a jury within one day on this kind of case. Um, I'm looking at the docket master now, and it does indicate that the jury has been chosen. Okay. Yeah, I was kind of curious. I wasn't sure from my reading whether or not it, it had been uh, or not. So we'll wait and see what, what happens there. Obviously, um, they're going to offer up something in return for this plea deal, I would imagine, uh, and possibly even testimony at trial. We'll see. You know, you bring up an interesting point because, again, I have no inside information, but it, this case reminds me of a case, and I was speaking to another very established defense attorney, Robert Jenkins, uh, for defendant murder, he and I, pros- uh, well, I prosecuted, he defended one of them in the 90s that involved either two or three juveniles and two 17-year-olds. Same type of situation, running around the quarter, pulling carjackings. One of them went bad. And my partner and I wanted to use the least culpable people because one of them was asleep in the back seat of a getaway car around the corner when the homicide was committed. Another one was sitting in the back seat of the car, not asleep. And the driver, who was also the shooter, and the front seat passenger, who was a 15-year-old girl, went around the corner, went into a cab, killed a cab driver, came back, drove off, and they were caught days later in uh, Laplace, where they lived. But um, my partner and I had tried to go from least culpable to most culpable and offer plea agreements in exchange for testimony, and none of them would play ball, so we severed them all, and we tried from the least to the most culpable, and we convicted them all as charged, second-degree murder. And so... As soon as I saw the news with the plea, I reached out to Robert Jenkins, and I said, hey, was, was there a deal? Are they going to flip? Because the news indicated that the trial was underway or just recessed to Monday. And as you know, if the, if the state is going to flip witnesses, well, that could change the defense's trial strategy, and sure. the defense is almost guaranteed a continuance. And that's why I went to the court record on the docket master to see if Mr. Boggs had asked for a continuance, but I see no continuance request in these minute entries. He may have asked and been denied, but certainly that must change his trial strategy if indeed these people will testify. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how the how this plays out. Obviously, a lot of twists and turns thus far, 
And we'll continue to monitor it. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, uh, Tanya Fea, criminal defense lawyer, former prosecutor. Appreciate your perspective on uh, the happenings here relative to the murder of Linda Fricky. Thank you so much, and have a great Thanksgiving. You too. Happy Thanksgiving. All righty. That's Tanya Fea, criminal defense lawyer, former prosecutor. We'll be right back, folks. 504-260-1870 on the Oakland Art Jewelers Talk and Text Line. Stay with us. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.